0: Alright, gang. Here we are back for another episode of Cues and Answers. I'm Daniel.
1: Mm, HD Shack.
0: Yep. And uh, today we're going to be talking about two pretty different but also kind of interestingly similar movies Indie Week. Indie Week. Uh, they have similar titles. They both uh, streamed last week. We have Horse Girl. And Honey Boy.
1: Yeah, we got a boy and a girl.
0: We have a boy and a girl. We have horses and honey. Uh, and spoiler, horses and honey don't matter. Yeah, they don't matter. Horse Girl is not very much about a horse as best as we can understand. And Honey Boy does not contain any actual honey. No honey. So check your expectations early and often.
1: No bees either.
0: Uh, no, no bees. But a lot of the
1: sticky icky.
0: <laughs> some. Some of the sticky icky. Some? A lot at the end. It was a decent map. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what we're going to talk about. We don't think it'll be as long today as it is sometimes. Probably.
1: Unless we get carried away, just taking out our pent up school anger on Honey on our no, uh, Horse Girl, but I don't think there right.
0: is a possibility. It's been kind of a tough week. We're uh, a little over it right now, but uh, we'll we'll try and just keep the keep the podcast about the podcast and. Uh, Dive right in. Unless so, we
1: get enough reviews saying that they would like a personal confession hour.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you guys if you guys want to hear us just rant and rave about random stuff that's going on in our lives, we will do it. So just let us know. I don't think you want that, but if you do
1: We're for sale. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we'll start with uh, Horse Girl. Horse Horse Girl Girl. is a movie that just came out on Netflix.
1: Not sure a good summary is possible.
0: Yeah, it's not really easy to summarize. It stars Alison Brie. Uh, It is definitely the kind of movie that this podcast was created for. The kind of thing that probably maybe caught your attention or you saw a trailer for it or something, and you wondered, "I wonder if that's any good." Or
1: something like I do is I watch five minutes of something, go, "I'm not in the mood currently," and then maybe forget about it.
0: Or that—that that is another—that is another very real possibility. So, uh, so yeah, so Horse Girl is an interesting, uh, interesting movie. Um, yeah. Not... It, it's, yeah, so in terms of summary, as best we can, Alison Brie is sort of this uh, kind of outcast, societal, uh, doesn't have a lot of friends, doesn't have a lot of social network, very introverted, all those kind of things, and it's kind of about her making some human connection, maybe? Uh, it's yeah. also kind of about her mom and depression, and anxiety and stuff. So it, it's, it's attempting to get at something uh, that's, I think, decently interesting regarding mental health and genetics and whatnot like that.
1: Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's putting you through this kind of sensory experience to maybe put you in the shoes of someone having a specific kind of... Um, mental breakdown where they're losing touch with reality just maybe so that you sympathize more with them and I think that's kind of what Alison Brie said she was shooting for um, but I think and I think part of that was that all the symbolism that you'd like to make sense in the movie doesn't and I think that's the point so looking for meanings kind of not the point I don't think
0: yeah so it's it's pretty difficult to tackle this movie without having seen it, and we're not recommending that you see it, because we didn't like it. We didn't think it was very good.
1: I'd say if you were, like, on some drugs looking for a trip experience, <laughs> you would probably enjoy this as your background trip, but I don't know how many people are going to enjoy it on its own.
0: Yeah, and it, it's a tricky one for me, because I didn't think that it was a bad movie. And I definitely also did not think that it was a good movie. And so it's somewhere in the middle. It seems to be reasonably competently made. And there's good acting in it. Allison Bree's really good. Debbie Ryan's really good. That's Molly cute. Shannon doesn't appear very often, but she's excellent. Um, so it's not, like, terrible, I didn't think. And I actually thought the first half of the movie was pretty good. Um, That they seem to be moving towards something. But then there's like this long sequence that's maybe a dream, maybe not a dream, maybe an alien abduction, maybe time travel. And yes, this movie deals with alien abductions and time travel. might give you flashbacks uh, if you've seen the second season of American Horror Story, and those flashbacks are not good. We do not need more sloppy alien time travel stories in our lives.
1: Yeah, I guess I had a grandparent who went through the whole conspiracy theory thing for a couple of years with aliens and all of that good government stuff that's always in conspiracy theories. So it was interesting to see a movie where that was taken seriously and the confusion of the person was shown to you. But um, maybe it's my life experiences or whatever. But it, I could appreciate that, but I, I didn't think it was worth the time I spent to watch the movie. Like yeah. I've met real people who've had that, and that was way more impactful.
0: Yeah, in my opinion, it was an okay movie that was not worth the time that it took to watch. Even though it was only about an hour and a half or so, yeah. um, didn't didn't wasn't worth the time, and didn't satisfactorily. Bring any kind of closure to any of its ideas. The so, ending so, was
1: circular. Yeah,
0: so like there, there are times when a movie presents something like Aliens or whatever, and leaves an interesting. For example, the movie Inception leaves an interesting and intriguing question at the end. Did the top stop spinning? With sufficient evidence on either side for people to make arguments one way or the other. This movie does not give you the evidence to make arguments one way or the other. It's just sort of like, see all of these things that happened? You can't piece it together coherently because there isn't coherence to it. So you could watch it ten times and you're not going to solve, probably the answers about whether or not there was alien abduction, whether or not there was time travel, what any of these mechanics look like or mean in the movie, because they're just not, the pieces aren't there. Um, It reminded me a little bit of a movie that I don't think you've seen, but maybe you have, called Kaboom. Uh, It was sort of this Sundance, I think, kind of um, drug trip movie. Anyway, it's, Starts off really really good like really interesting lots of good characters lots of ideas And then the last half hour is just this chaotic mess of stuff and it leaves you going I wish they'd found a way to write the ending of that movie a lot better and that was basically how I felt about this movie I really thought it had something at least interesting going for it if not good Uh, and then the ending of it just kind of fell apart.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to give it a recommend, and I can see where you're coming from. I think a lot of people who watch the whole thing or start watching it will stop or not appreciate it. But if you're the kind of person who really, really does feel and imbibe other people's shoes through viewing things, maybe give this a shot. I think I we read a lot of literature and have seen exposés on people losing their minds that have been way more convincing and had way more loose ends tied up. I would just I'd rather, you know, I'd recommend if you're that kind of person and you're willing to put the time in go read Crime and Punishment or something like that or The Underground Man. Like you'll get an equally let's uh conspiracy theory laden. look at the criminal pause mind, so. and
0: note that hogan's suggestion is to read the 20 25 40 hours that it takes to read crime and punishment instead of watching this hour and a half movie yeah i will yeah. always recommend that
1: <laughs> but anyway if you don't have that time and you don't like reading and the visual medium does convey things to you in a special way Maybe give this a shot. That was a lot of
0: qualifications. <laughs> and also, like... Like, it's it's not... it It's another thing that you could just, like, put on in the background or something and kind of watch, be on your phone, and do, talk I'm to people, do whatever. I'm the kind of person whatever. who like, gets
1: sucked into stuff and, like, needs my full attention. I notice everything. So something like this that has so many weird details would not do well for me in the background.
0: Yeah, that's personally. fair. Um... But yeah, it's not it's not good. Uh, we're not going to recommend it. We're not going to say that it's a good movie. Um, I at least am sort of happy it exists. I mean, I still like the idea of Netflix giving money to creative people who have an interesting and unique... I think Allison Brie wrote it or co-wrote it. Like, people who have interesting stories to tell, over time they'll get better, over time they'll, they'll understand. I mean, I've watched some movies that good directors have made, like, straight out of film school, and nine times out of ten, they are horrific. Um, They're really, really bad. And so I think there's still something to be said about um, giving people who have an idea an opportunity to explore that idea. It doesn't mean that it always works, It doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Um, This is kind of a jumble of a movie, but you can do worse. Yeah,
1: I'd agree. And I'd say moving out of this into the next movie, something I learned, pro tip about Netflix that Daniel taught me, the stuff on your banner getting advertised to you, which for me for two days was Horse Girl, depends on what you watch. I did not know that, so... Um, yeah, so there's a very
0: real chance some of you have no idea what this horse girl movie is. Netflix hasn't done anything to try and push it on you, and that's fine. Except on me, so that says something about what I watch. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it was definitely the kind of thing that Netflix would suggest for us. Probably, um, there's a
1: lot of Twin Peaks in my catalog.
0: <laughs> He's rewatched Twin Peaks so many times. I'm one of those people,
1: but I'm not going to force it on you. I'm not the crazy yeah.
0: guy. No. Uh, so, moving on. So, next up, we have uh, Honey Boy, um, which is a movie directed by... Let me Give me a second. I'll pull yeah, up the name. Up. And I'll, yeah. I'll talk for a second.
1: Yeah. So
0: This one's on Amazon yeah. Prime,
1: by the way. If you think Shia LaBeouf's weird and you don't like him, get over it. He's a great actor, and we could give you a few movies he's a great actor in. He's also done a share of poorly made movies, so that's fine. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Um, Honey Boy is more or less autobiographical. It's uh, We have different time periods happening. We have him as a child being abused, slash, fish, slash figuring out his relationship with his father.
0: And to clarify, the abuse, like, there's not... There's some verbal abuse. There's not sexual abuse. There's very little physical abuse. But we are told it's PTSD-inducing. So it's
1: it's of a serious form. And then we get him as a, you know, slightly younger adult figuring out that he's struggling, that he has PTSD. And then um, we get... uh, I don't think there's any other timelines, are there? Maybe No, we
0: have... uh, We have Shia LaBeouf's character, who's named Otis, as a child, according to IMDb, uh, as a 12-year-old, and then as a 22-year-old. Yeah, just
1: the two timelines. Shia LaBeouf plays his dad, and he gets other actors to play him. They do a great job playing him.
0: Yeah, so uh, the cast is Shia LaBeouf, who plays the dad, Lucas Hedges, who plays the older Shia LaBeouf, which if I had any small complaint about the movie, it would be that he didn't get enough screen time because he was excellent And the kid, uh, Noah Jupe is, I think, how you pronounce his name. Put him on your radar. He was mesmerizing. He he was super good. He got an Independent Spirit Award nomination for his performance. It was absolutely deserved. This kid was phenomenal as the young Shia LaBeouf.
1: I think after seeing this in retrospect with the other things I've seen from last year, I think this kid deserved... Some kind of Oscar nomination more than some of the Oscar noms did. Yeah,
0: this kid should have been nominated for supporting actor. I think Shia LaBeouf should have been nominated for supporting actor. He did a great job as well. Um, the acting in this movie is great. The story is really good. So the director is Alma Harrell, I want to say, is maybe how you say that. Look up
1: pictures. Got um, style.
0: <laughs> she does have style. Uh, she. This is also her debut feature. So you got women directors, debut features... So put her name on your radar somewhere. Watch for good things from her in the future. She's willing, at the very least, to join on to a really weird creative project. And those are the people I want to see movies from. So, um, yeah. So the movie is essentially that. It chronicles his childhood and a little bit of his adulthood. Um, Yeah,
1: I think that's a decent summary. Yep. I think we're both going to say big thumbs up. Yeah, we
0: really liked this movie a lot. We knew we were almost definitely going to uh I we're think it a sucker was, for Shia we're a sucker for Shia LaBeouf we're a sucker for weird and creative movies um ever since I think it was Sundance last year that this premiered and there was like a lot of buzz about it as one of the best things that was at Sundance I was super super excited for it um so yeah we're, we're both gonna tell you to go watch this movie it's really yeah. good
1: I speak about it a little bit. I got to study PTSD for a couple months under one of my mentors in my undergrad, and she actually used it to help teach us how to writing tutor. It was a very intense writing tutoring practice, and I am blessed to have been in it, and it was life-changing. And the PTSD studies went a long way in teaching me about people, let alone just tutoring and this captured PTSD and overcoming PTSD and actual therapy very accurately.
0: And it's a really good, I think also to see movies like this that take, uh, obviously take PTSD seriously. They don't make it just sort of like a character trait kind of thrown in or whatever. Um, but they they actually, there's a line in it, something to the effect of, I thought PTSD was something that was only gotten by, like, soldiers and, I think he said, like, black... Black people. Black people. Yeah. Um, a black character. A says. black character said that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that black... that I don't know his name in the movie, but he was also really good. Excellent actor yeah. as well. Yes. Um, and so... So there's this idea, and I think a lot of people have this idea that PTSD is related to uh, war or related to gang violence or like strong moments of trauma or whatever. And I think this movie really does show us a portrait in which there's not moments of specific trauma. Yeah, I mean, there's, one of the things I think yeah. it
1: shows well is that PTSD is considered... a um, you know this isn't a textbook quote, but more or less it's considered when you're unable to integrate um an experience memory into your mind, literally it gets stored somewhere else mm-hmm. and then can possess you. You can relive it that's that's p t s d
0: yeah and so and this idea that it's not just reserved for these sort of specific moments or specific uh scenes of trauma. But that there can kind of be this long timeline of traumatic or traumatic-tinged memories that can also still still have a profound effect on a person. Uh, it's really one of the, I would say, one of the better movies or best movies that I've seen on topics of mental, yeah. mental stuff. One of the things uh, I
1: really enjoyed that it unpacked a little bit was that it made the point that a lot of good actors can tap into other personalities because they have these kind of pains that allow them to live that. And he even says at one point, uh, Shia LaBeouf says that um, the therapist wanting him to integrate that is wanting him to get rid of the gift his dad gave him that helps him act. Yeah, he which says is the that pain. the
0: he says that the only thing that his dad really gave him was pain, uh, which is a really heartbreaking uh, and intense concept. And a
1: lie, because but... his dad gave him lots of cigarettes and weed.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yes, his dad also gave him cigarettes. Pain and cigarettes. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good movie. It's not... I didn't find it super heavy. Like, it's serious, but it's not, like, a super, like, downer to watch. I Somehow
1: thought. they pull off abuse in a way that isn't a because the dad legitimately is a, is a dad. He does care about yeah. this kid and that shines through, but he also has issues. He's not willing to tackle and they, they consume him.
0: Yeah. Pretty much every turn it avoids the easy opportunity to just go full stereotype, deadbeat dad, full stereotype, helpful therapist. Full stereotype in any which direct full stereotype child actor like these characters all have nuance and intrigue and whatnot that play against those easy characterizations that you yeah. might think exist and I think that makes the movie able to deliver some pretty there there are really touching moments there's a decent sort of dark humor thread to it though we certainly certainly wouldn't call it a comedy. Uh, there, there are moments when you'll smile or laugh or, or, something like that. One of the best disses in cinema. Yeah, there. The dad says some pretty outlandish and incredible things. By
1: best, I mean like terrible, but yeah. just like comes out of nowhere. Yeah, you'll find it when you'll you know. watch it. You'll, you, you'll, you know, you'll you know, identify
0: you know. various quotes that fit in the boxes we're talking about. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very good movie. Um, yeah, I
1: thought it was interesting, is you usually look for, at least at some point in a movie, an antagonist, mm-hmm. and I suppose that shines out at moments in the dad and maybe others, but you're really rooting for everyone. Yeah. It's a human movie. Well,
0: and there's really something to be said for the fact that Shia LaBeouf, who wrote the movie uh, and, and began the concept, as we see in when he was in rehab a few years ago, um, that's the Lucas Hedges part of the story. But he really, he does play the father and he does play the father with like, not this vindictive, spiteful attitude. He plays him with, um, with really a lot of depth and a lot of, of character and, and, and like Hogan's saying, we're, we're rooting for everyone in this movie the father is not a direct antagonist to uh, to Otis. No, because the biggest
1: part of the movie is he's trying to integrate his dad into him. Yeah, so they have
0: knows. they have a conflict between them, but their worlds also exist connected. Um, he's on the set with him. Their the mother is very, very briefly seen, and I don't think has a line. Um mm-hmm. and she's only seen when Otis is an adult. So there she's completely out of the picture. It's it's just uh him and him and his dad against the world in less than ideal circumstances trying to kind of yeah. establish this acting career. Um
1: I appreciate that it takes yeah. seriously something that I think in the more popular movies I'm always mad at is that the the mom or dad who violates the taboo becomes evil and by mm-hmm. the end of the movie the kids just don't need them right that's rarely ever true there's almost always trauma in a kid having a bad relationship with a parent and it seems to be i don't think it's a socially constructed thing 100 percent. I, I think it's inborn in us to some extent that's our genetics
0: yeah yeah that's a good point
1: um but on that note, I think we have, we've said a lot about it. I think go watch it now. It's on yeah. Hulu.
0: Uh, Amazon. Amazon? Amazon. Sorry,
1: it's not on Hulu.
0: Not on Hulu, at least as of now. Uh, it's on Amazon. I think it was produced by A24, which is probably the best movie studio working today, in my opinion. Um, they've made other amazing movies like First Reformed and uh, Midsommar. Uh, hereditary. They so. made a
1: really crazy drug trip one about a tank that we should probably watch. It's just, like, numbers. I don't remember the numbers. Huh. The title of the movie is just numbers. All
0: right, maybe we'll uh, give that a shot sometime. It's a real trip. Yeah, cool. Um, next week, we're not exactly sure what we're going to talk about next week. We don't have something immediately on the horizon. What we think we might do is uh, watch a couple episodes of some TV shows that you're thinking about maybe watching. Uh, There's a High Fidelity show coming out on Hulu that's supposed to be pretty good. Hulu's got some other show that came out. There's one called, like, Repraisal or something that came out a couple months ago that I've been meaning to watch. Uh, So we might just try and watch a couple episodes of a whole bunch of shows, uh, however many we can get to, and um, fill you in on on what we think of them, Um, if you should watch them, if you should avoid them like the plague, or if you should, I don't know, find some, uh, get to it eventually, but keep it in your queue. Um, I'm not, it's unlikely that we say anything, like you have to immediately go watch this, but.
1: Well, except public service announcement, if you had a crappy theater like the one where we live, you might actually be getting Parasite
0: now. Oh, yes. Yes. So um, so last week, as hopefully everyone here has heard, uh, Parasite won the Oscar for Best Picture. It was the first international film to do so. The first film in a language other than English to do so. Um, we love this movie. Uh, everyone should love this movie. It has a 9.38 out of 10 score on Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen anything within half a point of that, really. Um, so it's it's an amazing, amazing movie. Uh, all of the praise that people are lavishing on it is much deserved. And now, because of the Best Picture win, uh, it's opening way, way wider than ever before. Uh, we're in a town that never gets any art movies whatsoever, and movies like It and Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, and whatnot uh, are finally coming around to places like this. So even if you're in a place that uh, Parasite, when it originally opened, basically just opened in all the artsy cities, Portland, Seattle, Houston, all those uh, kind of small market or big marketplaces, but they it had a very limited run, maybe... 200, 400 screens across the country. Um, due to this Oscar it's probably opening at I don't know 1500, 2000 it, it's it's very likely that within an hour of you you can go see parasite. Uh, so if you haven't done that yet, you absolutely should. Uh, it would also be a good way to watch it because I mean if you're in a theater you can't or you shouldn't look at your phone. so you're gonna be locked into the action you're gonna be right there able to track with all the subtitles, which are not very hard to follow. It's a very good uh, exposure to uh, foreign uh, films, uh, watching subtitles and whatnot. So if you missed Parasite and are thinking, oh man, I missed Parasite, you probably need not despair. Uh, It opened really, really wide, I think tomorrow. Um, Maybe it opened in some places on Monday, but probably not. Probably because it was kind of a shock. Theaters are going to get it uh, distributed tomorrow, so look for that this weekend. Uh, go see it. Tell us what you think. Yep. We don't really have a particularly uh, established avenue by which you will tell us what we think. What you think? We should make a uh, email. That's that's something we'll do. No, we'll we'll, email next We'll week. pull up an email address for this podcast for next week. Um. Otherwise, if you're listening to this, you probably connect with us in some capacity in a real life setting, uh, and so you probably have our real life contact. But we'll we'll make an email for the podcast. Uh, try and get that done for next week. So
1: sounds good. Yeah, go see um, Parasite, Honey Boy, do it, Horse Girl, probably not. Yeah, I think we're ready to sign. I'm I'm Hogan. This has been a good week.
0: Yeah, Daniel, we kept it shorter this week. I cannot promise it will always be this short. But once we watch Horse Girl, we we're like, ah, we're not going to have that much to say about Horse Girl. Yeah. And so even with as great as we think Honey Boy is, and we do think it's pretty great, there's still not a ton to say about yeah. it other than that you should go watch it. And on the
1: day before Valentine's Day, so. we got to keep it short because we know you are out there making love.
0: <laughs> All right. Take care. See Bye. you guys.